Up next is a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. To subscribe to the podcast, visit streetlevelradio.com and click on subscribe. Thanks for listening to Street Level Radio. In our passage today, Paul the Apostle is going to use the illustration of slavery to show that before Christ came, before he died for our sins, people were in bondage to the law. See, they thought they could be saved by it. They became, therefore, enslaved to it and by failing to keep it. You see, but the good news is that we who were once slaves, we're now God's very own children with an intimate relationship with him. And because of Christ, there's no reason to be afraid of God. We can come boldly now into his presence, knowing he'll welcome us as members of his family. Chapter 4 of the book of Galatians, verse 1 begins, But remember this, that if a father dies and leaves great wealth for his little son, that child is not much better off than a slave until he grows up, even though he actually owns everything the father had. He has to do what his guardians and his managers tell him to until he reaches whatever age the father has set. That is the way it is with us before Christ came. We were slaves to Jewish laws and rituals, for we thought that they could save us. Paul was dealing with this issue before him with some rather serious motivation. This was not a letter of small talk and chit-chat about the weather. For Paul, this was war. He was, therefore, bringing out all the big guns he could muster. He was fighting for his spiritual life as well as those who would follow. Paul begins herein to try and create a picture to explain as clearly as he could just what was on the table. He had already put forth the idea that they were heirs of the kingdom, meaning that they would be inheritors of what is and is to come. However, symbolically, these Jews, they were still children, and in that, they therefore were without adult rights. In their immaturity, they still needed those who were over them and would tell them to come and go and do and be. They had stewards to care for their spiritual property and guardians to care for their spiritual well-being. The inheritance was indeed theirs, but really not theirs to enjoy until they grew up. And guess who, or in this case what, was their guardians and stewards? (laughs) That's right, the law. As children, they were unfit in their immaturity to take the helm. Judaism was physical, external, and temporal. Christianity, on the other hand, is spiritual, internal, and permanent. The Jews were without Christ, so they were therefore still under the bondage to both the law and, in reality, to sin. The elements of the world were still in charge, things like religion, law, circumcision, and they were still under the powers of sin and death. The elements of the world must always contain the law, for without the law, well, the world would be in chaos, wouldn't it? But while the law tells us what to do and not to do, it does nothing to give us the power to do it. Look, you can legislate anything, but such fails to empower those under the law to obey. Verse 4 of our text says, But when the right time came, the time God decided, He sent his son, born of a woman, born of a Jew. 
to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that he could adopt us as his very own sons. When the fullness of the time came. This refers to the time in which a child becomes a man. When he comes of age, if you will. For hundreds of years, you see, man had been trying it their way to make it on their own. But they were children. They never grew up, never came to a real maturity in God. They never had a love and a passion for their God, but they were merely children with all their self-centeredness and tantrums. And they ultimately and effectively had to be spoon-fed and disciplined. And they had to have their hand held even as they crossed the street. Now further, the law demanded a price to be paid for failure to adhere to it. The price, of course, was death. So over and over, tens of thousands of times it played out. Men trying to live out their lives, trying on various levels to be moral, to weave in and out of the landmines and pitfalls that are embedded in the road of life. Trying desperately to find purpose, trying desperately to find meaning, only to finally meet death, no matter what level of success or failure in their journey. This scenario had, by the time of Christ's arrival, been clearly established. The fruitlessness of it all, the empty failure of man alone. God then sent his answer. God sent his resolution, his cure, if you will. And all of it came in the person of Jesus Christ. God embodied in human flesh. It had to be this way, you see. It had to be all God and all man at the same time. For a man, the second Adam, had to come and pay for the sin of humanity. For it was a man who had sinned, not God, yet he had also had to be God to be perfect, to be that unspotted lamb, to be destined for sacrifice. So it took the perfect law, the perfect God, to follow the perfect law. Only God could do this. Only God could do what we could never do in a million years. Look, God is just. Thus, justice had to come about. Sin had been committed. So very much sin. And sin always brings death. God had said so all the way back in the garden. But now someone had to pay. I couldn't, but he could, and he did. Jesus came into the world controlled by the law to fulfill the law, to finish it for those of us who desired to be free from it and to know him. That was a daily devotional by Pastor Tim Dodson from Believer City Church in Menominee, Wisconsin. For more information on Pastor Tim Dodson or Believer City Church, visit Believers Together dot com.